Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. And this is another solo episode. So these are the shows where you get to tell me what you would like me to talk about. And this one goes out to Max, who posed a question about comfort. And are we, you know, is it really the thing that we're looking to be comfortable that, you know, what if pain is actually something that we want to embrace? And, you know, him and I had started a bit of a discussion on Facebook and, you know, he encouraged me to do a bit of a rant. He was waiting to hear it. So here's your rant, <laughs> you know, that I, I really have an issue with people striving for the comfort zone and striving for this idea that, you know, all of these great tools and modalities that are able to, you know, relieve your anxiety and relieve your stress and whatnot, that somehow we're supposed to live in this state of euphoria. And I think that kind of, you know, skews what's really going on. Um, and people miss out on the joy of the pain. And I can't help thinking about the correlation between, of course, the kink world and, the business world in here in that, you know, in the kink world, in the dungeon, pain is actually something that is, um, it's a tool, it's erotic, it is something that becomes enjoyable. And it's also a transformative tool. So, you know, the, the pain is not doled out at a level that it is so intense that you can't surrender and enjoy it. It's slowly ramped up and you, you gradually get used to it and, you know, you're able to lean into it more and more. And this is what I see is so valuable for businesses that if we take that idea of saying, okay, you know, in the scene, you, we would, just be slowly ramping it up and letting the endorphins kick in and ramping it up some more and letting the endorphins kick in some more. And, you know, eventually what happens is that you drop into that subspace where you've completely surrendered and the pain, it feels completely pleasurable. And that's more the idea. It's like, if what if we were do, to do that in our businesses and to lean into the things that we think are, quote unquote, painful or uncomfortable or we're resisting? There's there's a space that if we lean into that and say, OK, well, what if I was to just let myself you know, feel the resistance, do it anyway, feel the pain, do it anyway, feel the discomfort, do it anyway, those kinds of ideas, but not from this idea of pushing ourselves to experience it, right? So we're not intentionally trying to say, okay, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to just do this because it's so uncomfortable and so painful. And I'm going to, I'm going to do it anyway. And I'm going to hate every second of it. That's not the idea. It's a, it's a fine tuning of that, where we find this space where we can allow ourselves to actually enjoy the challenge, to enjoy this, you know, discomfort, this pain, instead of resisting it, instead of walking away from it and going, okay, well, you know, oh, if it's hard, it's not meant to be. It drives me crazy when people say that because it is complete bastardization of that idea. You know, yes, there is some pieces of, you know, if your intuition is giving you that heebie-jeebie feeling go the other direction. But most people get confused and they think this feels uncomfortable. My intuition is telling me that to run. So I'm going to run. Not necessarily the case, because if you're if you're confusing your intuition 
with your, you know, your automatic or automated response to something that's maybe not even yours, then you may be running away prematurely. You may be losing out on that opportunity to go for the peace that you really want to go for. You know, if you want to Let's say you want to be an Olympic athlete. There's going to be a degree of pain that you're going to have to, you know, dig into and embrace in order to keep going because it's, sorry, part of the game. You're going to feel physical discomfort. And so, you know, the Olympic athletes don't go, Oh, I feel physical discomfort. I'm not meant to be in the Olympics. No, they go, okay, how do I, how do I keep going? How do I work around this? You know, how do I repair my body in the fastest, quickest, easiest way possible so that I can get back in the game so that I can get back into what I'm doing? And if we apply that to business and we say, okay, well, you know, yes, this is uncomfortable. How do I make it easier? How do I make it, you know, how do I move through it faster? How do I make it fun? Right. How do I turn this into a game so that it's now fun? while at the same time being challenging, right? And so you you learn to turn that discomfort into something you look forward to, just like the dungeon, where, you know, on in the outside world, that kind of pain being inflicted just randomly and without any kind of lead up would still be pain. Like, it's like, no, that's not appropriate for you to come along and just smack me out of the blue. right? But if it's in part of the scene, and it's been negotiated, and it's consensual, totally different scenario. Now, all of a sudden, you can you can rest into it, you can actually allow that in, you can allow that pain to transform into something even greater. And that's the piece in our lives is being able to transform what's coming in and and turning it into something beautiful. You know, where do you think the expression of, you know, when life hands you lemons, make lemonade? I'm kind of of digging into that a little bit more of like, what are the lemons coming at you? And how can you drop in and surrender into that so that you can turn them into lemonades, right? That this, this process of actually allowing yourself to surrender is such a gift. And I get that for most people, they need a container to be able to allow themselves to experience it, right? It's, again, I've said this before, it's really hard for you to be your therapist and be the client and actually get some dramatic results that way. There's a lot of surface stuff you can, you can poke at, you can kind of clear off some, some base pieces. But for the core stuff where you're like, if your resistance is so strong, you're probably not going to push yourself in that scenario. You're not going to be an effective therapist and an effective patient at the same time. So working with somebody, finding, you know, a good mentor or a good coach to actually be able to hold that space so that you can feel what it feels like to surrender, feel what it feels like to actually drop in and experience the depth of that pain and transform it. That's the key. Transform it. Not getting stuck in it. There's lots of people who are feeling the pain, let me tell you, right? Like you watched all the Facebook feed. I cut most of those people off in my life, but you watch the people who are living in their pain, right? They are, they're so like, this shit is happening to me. It's awful. It's horrible. And they're not actually moving out of it not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about taking that and really, you know, dropping in and embracing it as opposed to I'm such a victim and the world's out to get me, right? There's a big, big difference in that. Um, And at the same time, you know, I just want to point out if you've 
got trauma that you've dealt with. You know, if you've had childhood trauma, um, particularly if you've been through sexual abuse, then if that hasn't been healed, even if you intellectually, conceptually get that, okay, you know, I dealt with that, I forgive them, blah, blah, blah. If it's still sitting in your cells, you're going to be reacting to pain. You're going to be reacting to these kinds of situations. And so it needs to come out of the body in a different way. And it's fascinating. I had, um, I had a lunch with a friend just the other day. And she asked me, you know, do I believe that somebody can be fully healed from abuse? And for me, I do believe that you can be fully healed from abuse. I think traditional therapies, traditional models are not going to do the trick. And I think it requires a deeper layer, which to me is the deeper energy work, whether you, you know, go through kink, you go through, you know, an energy healer, um, the work that I do, whatever, however you get there. It's got to get down to the cellular level and be rooted out, followed up with the consistent look at, you know, recognizing when you are picking up on other people's stuff. Because we can clear stuff out. And then, you know, what will happen is that we clear it out. You come across somebody who's running the same program that you just got rid of. It feels familiar. And this is all happening subconsciously, right? So it feels familiar. And you're like, Ooh, right. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Okay. That feels really familiar. That must be mine. And then, and then you're like, Oh, crap. This stuff came back. Like, why is it coming back and coming back? I, oh, that, that healing didn't work. You know, that modality didn't work. And that's not actually checking in. <laughs> that's getting your brain engaged and, you know, making an assumption. And of course, assumptions, I love the expression, assumption just makes an ass out of you and me. Um, there, there is there is definitely a component of that, right? So we, we don't want to make an assumption that just because we feel it means it's come back. We want to be checking in and, and asking the questions and, and starting to notice. It's like, well, what if this isn't mine? What if it's not something that's in my body? And, you know, and I know anybody in the traditional model is going to box me on this, right? They're like, that's crazy. It is mine. I feel it. And I need to get to the core and talk it out. And that's the only way to heal. What if it's not? Right? What if it's not? Let's look at the empirical evidence as opposed to your brain. And, you know, what I see is that the people doing the traditional model get to a certain level of healing and that's where they plateau. And, you know, if I can get work to work with people who've done that kind of work and then take them deeper, that's clears it at a deeper level. It clears it so that you're not running that kind of automatic response out of your system. And then they show up differently. Even in their voice, their voice sounds different. Their body language feels different for people. They they don't trigger other people as much. They don't get triggered as often, right? All these things are what's happening at that subconscious level. But we've got to heal the deep, deep cellular pieces. All right, I think I took this off on a completely different tangent. But basically, the idea with the pain is to embrace it, to welcome it and to let it transform things in your life, to transform you, to transform your business, welcome all of those challenges and see where they take you. So if you're stuck with any of this, if you feel like, you know, it's like you're butting up against these challenges and you're not getting anywhere with them on your own, 
then it's time for us to have a conversation so that we can really get you unlocked and moving forward in your life. So reach out on my website, fill out an application and let's talk. Until then, have fun. Thanks for tuning in to The Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com, and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. 